Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Loyalty to Rangers is what binds us. And together, we are stronger. Launching for the 2021 season, the MyJers membership program is a new way to get even closer to the club you love. It's the one place where you can access benefits like ticketing priority, club discounts and exclusive competitions and experiences. There's even a limited edition welcome gift when you join. Visit rangers.co.uk slash MyJers to join today. Always Rangers, always loyal, always rewarded. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special edition of the Battle Fever podcast. Uh, we obviously had the announcement of Castor at the, at the weekend, and I was lucky enough to, to get to sit down with Mr. Tom Behon, who is one of the co-founders of Castor. Joining me today on the podcast, making his podcast and his Battle Fever podcast debut, we have Mr. Baz Bowski. Baz, welcome to the pod. Hi, Scott. Thanks very much for having me on. It's a great honour to be here. I've seen some of the work that you've done up to this point, and it's been very impressive. And as, as I say, thanks very much for having me on your podcast today. No bother, mate. For, for our listeners who don't have the, 
I suppose it's misfortune really seeing our faces, but for the ones that's not watching it on YouTube, you'll not be able to see that Paz actually has a cast or jumper on today. Now, just give us a wee kind of overview, a wee review for, you, for yourself as someone who's bought cast or products, Paz. Well, you know, when the, when the rumours started flying about, I thought, I'll go on their website, I'll get myself a wee hoodie and see what it's all about, but I've got to say, I'm, I'm very impressed with the product. It is top quality gear. Now, this was probably one of their cheaper hoodies on their website, but it, it, it's actually quality. It's quite thin. You know, Hi. it lets you breathe. It's, it fits well. It looks Hi. good. So, thus far, I've been pretty impressed with their, with their products. Or certainly this hoodie anyway. You know, I've still to see some other stuff. But their website, everything looks pretty good on it. And if the rest of the stuff is as good as this hoodie, then I think we're going to be in for a treat. Aye, I think so myself. I must admit, I've not bought any of their stuff yet, but looking online and stuff like that, some of their, their products look minted, you know what I mean? The, the, the quality as well as well looks good, and obviously the pricing it, I think people were putting off, put off a wee bit by, but they've already made the commitment to kind of be in line with other kind of European clubs, you know? Agreed. Uh, I, it was a bit pricey, to be fair, but I only looked at their, their stuff online, but if you're getting that extra quality and they're guaranteeing the extra quality, then... You don't yep. mind spending that, that extra wee bit. And if they're going to fall in line with, like you see, other clubs, then I don't really think it's going to be that expensive. And I think it's going to be the, the quality is going to be the overall factor Aye. with this with this brand. And also, it's going to be bespoke to us. We technically are, and I think Tom used the word himself, we technically are the centre of their universe at the moment. You know what I mean? We are their launch pad into football. So they're going to make sure that we are, our stuff is pretty much shit hot. You know what I mean? Of course, um, they don't really have a choice in that aspect. If they're looking to get to that next level and if we're going to be their first out in, into the, the football world, then it, it needs to be quality. And they're going, to, they're going to put everything into this. And I think that's quite exciting because you look at these other brands who have been about for years, you know, they might sponsor a bunch of clubs or supply shirts to a bunch of clubs and they might not have the same personal touch Aye. as, as, as uh, Castor will have. So it's, you know they're going to give it their all. Aye. I was keen when I was speaking to Tom he, he kind of try and get the point across that given next year is a huge year for the club being a 150th year anniversary and stuff I really think Castor should tap into the fans and take the fans opinion and what we want is that on that kit to be for that design for that kit some of the limited edition products that they're going to be bringing out as, as Tom says we need to have a kind of view on that in fact I got an email this morning from Castor again um, to asking me our three top key priorities as Rangers supporters from Castor, and I had to respond with that. Now, I think the three that I responded with was, was the quality, as you said, also the fact that our, a lot of our fans are minted myself included, do you know what I mean? So the pricing has to be right. And also, that not to forget the fans, to make sure the fans are included in the decision-making processes going forward. I think the fact that they've actually asked you that highlights that they are willing to listen Yep. to the fans, and let me touch on a second ago, if you look at these massive brands, you're not going to get that. A company like no. Nike, Adidas, Puma, or whatever, they're not going to be asking fans what their interest is. No. They probably don't even care, you know? Right. They'll just be interested, they're getting the strips out there, getting people buying the strips and getting the coin in. Right. Whereas a company this size, starting out, ready to make an impact, then they will have an interest on what the fans actually want, because it, it, we're going to be their main market. So they will, they will need an, they will take a, an interest to what we've got to say, and I think that's a very good thing. And uh, the fact that the emails going ask you that kind of kind of shows that they've, they've been fantastic. With, there's a, a lassie Isabel who's who's been dealing 
uh, with everybody, and, and I take it every pod as well, and every supporters group that spoke to him, and they, she's been fantastic with it as well. It's just, it's just what you want to see. As I say, I think these fans have been kept out of the loop for so long with, with the majority of things that surround in the club that it's nice that we're actually included. You know, I mean, the, the ongoing issues in, in the media and stuff like that with the Scottish press is well documented, and I think Rangers make their stance pretty clear nowadays in, in what they think of the standard of the media in Scotland. So we actually have guys like us who can put out certain things, who can talk to, to Castor and companies like that and get the positive message across to Rangers supporters. I think it's, a, 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 it's got to be good for the club going forward. Agreed. And I think it's also more credible and trustworthy if something's coming from, say, something like your, a source like yourself rather than a source like the Scottish media. Right. If you're getting it direct, direct from the horse's mouth, like you say, if you're getting the the founder or the co-founder coming on your podcast and actually telling you his opinion and his plans or what the club's plan is, I think it's a lot more credible and a lot more believable than reading something in some paper or some Scottish media outlet. Aye. So I think it gives it a wee bit more credibility. And there's, there's been a right buzz about this uh, since, you know, the rumours, there was rumours flying about a few weeks ago, obviously, about Castor. I think it was the 4th of May, there was some journalist that made an announcement on how much the deal was apparently worth and how many years it was going to be worth. Yep. And then I think the sixth of May, Trudy Murray tweeted a headline for a, a newspaper regarding how the new Ranger, Rangers kit provider was founded. And that was an article based on, you know, their background and where they came from. But it wasn't until the 17th of May, obviously, since we heard from the, the club itself, you know, made an official announcement. And I think there's been a bit of a buzz about it. And I think people, people are going to get behind it. And I think it's going to be quite an exciting time. It's just mad to think for where we've came from in 2012 and Hedges and breaking Pedro and a hedge in Luxembourg and all that. And now we've got Judy Murray announcing our kit deals. <laughs> it's fucking mad being a Rangers supporter. Pedro and a hedge. So we'll go back to... On you go. I was just going to say, I think not only is it an exciting time that we've got a new kit supplier that's obviously enthusiastic and it's a quality product. It's also good to get that monkey offer back that has been a major issue for the past couple of years in terms of Sports Direct. Yep. So it was, a, it was a double, it was two bits of good news we received, you know, in terms of getting rid of that setup and bringing in a, a new setup. Uh, so uh, it was definitely an exciting time. Going back to Saturday night, Baz, obviously Rangers put out their cryptic video on Twitter about setting alarms at seven, half seven, and then nine o'clock. And Twitter, of course, was awash with Hadji's signing. Castor's been announced. The announcement's at half seven, and then the kits will be released at nine. It was just chaos in Rangers' Twitter, as it usually is. What, did, what, what was your kind of take on it when you seen that, that, that video? You know, Twitter's a funny place because it only takes one we think to spark something <laughs> incredible, you know. And it's I'm, I'm a firm believer... I don't really listen to rumours. I would rather just wait till there's an official announcement. Aye. And I think a lot of people were starting to get like that, but Twitter's a, a mental place, you know, that, oh, I've heard it for this source and I've heard it for that. And Aye. all it takes is one person to read something on Twitter, then the next minute the place goes mental. So it was, a, it was pretty mental on Saturday night in terms of, you know, what was going on there. But I, like I say, I always tend to wait and, you know, take everything with a pinch of salt and see what the official announcement is before, you know, making my mind up. So, Sunday came... And I think it was a touch of class from the club and Castor to email the supporters direct before any sort of official announcement was made. Again, it takes us closer to the club. It makes us feel included. And I think it was really, really the best thing to do, really, and probably the only avenue that they should have went down, and I'm glad that they took it. I would certainly, I would certainly agree with that. But like you say, like, um, 
keeping the fans in the dark and all that might have been something that was happened previously because you, you don't know all the details. I mean, we still don't know all the details how we managed to get rid of Sports Direct. We don't know Aye. if there was, you know, a financial or a cost involved. To be honest, I don't think MD really care. I think we're just oh. quite happy that, that, that we've got rid of them. And I think a wee bit of transparency going forward is quite important. And it looks like they're doing that so far, which can only be a positive thing. Aye. Obviously, then the club announced it um, on their... Well, Castor announced it first and then the club announced it on their official Twitter feed at nine o'clock, which crazily, and, and I think some fans have forgot about Sports Direct, to be honest, because it almost seemed to be there was an anti-climax at nine o'clock because people thought we were getting the kits or we were getting Hadji in one of the kits or whatever. And all it was was the club just confirming what Castor had said. And you're like, that, well, hold on, this is, this is positive though. It's been done in the right way. Yes, We'd like to see the kits, but as you said, you'd rather get the qualities, get it perfect first before it's shown. No leaks anywhere, don't get into nothing until it's ready to be worthy of a club of Rangers. I totally agree. And the thing is, there's always somebody that's going to moan about something, regardless, you know, what the announcement is, there's always somebody that's going to moan about something, which is fine. Everybody's entitled to have their, you know, their, their expectations, and, you know, if they're, if they're not happy with it, that's fine. But I think it has been done in the correct manner. I don't know what the, what the delay was. I don't know if there was something no. to remind the scenes in terms of, by the time Castor made their announcement to Judy Murray to the club, there was a couple of weeks. So maybe there was some sort of legality that we, we don't know about or uh, a particular reason. But they got everybody up at their bed early on a Sunday and I'm, that's fine, you know, people lying in their bed having a, a lazy day, got up and got on with it, you know, so uh, it's all good. Uh, exactly. I think now we'll just get right to it and I'll, we'll get the interview on for Tom Beyond, as I said, really, really nice man to talk to. Um, very open, very honest, and he answered every question as best he could. So we'll go, we'll get to that interview now. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special edition of the Battlefield Podcast. My name's Scott Gray, and following on from Sunday's announcement that Castor would be the new kit manufacturing and retail partner of Rangers Football Club on a multi-year deal, we're delighted to be joined by one of the founding members of Castor, Mr. Tom Behan. Tom, welcome to the show. How are we? Thank you very much, Scott. Really appreciate you having me on. No problem. So a pleasure. So a pleasure. Uh, what was your feelings when initial contact was made with Rangers, and how has that, how has that grown to the present day to where we sit now? I mean, the, the the short answer is when we when we were initially introduced to Rangers was an awful lot of excitement. My business made the decision about 12 months ago now that we would enter the football market. And when we made that decision, we we also decided that we had no desire to kind of start with some lower level clubs and work our way up. As a brand, we do very much see ourselves as a, a challenger to the big guys. You've got some US brands and some German brands that currently dominate the sportswear market and, and have done for a very long time. My brother and I founded Castor four years ago now with the intention of challenging those guys. So we, when we knew we were entering football, we knew it needed to be with a, a genuinely marquee football club, a club that had a global recognition, um, a deeply passionate fan base, and probably most importantly, the the, the desire and ambition to win trophies, both domestically and European. So there are not many, to, to be completely candid, there are not many football clubs that, that meet those criteria. When that introduction was made to Rangers straight away, I was very, very excited. And, um, and then it progressed very quickly, the conversations. Fantastic. 
what are your memories of Rangers growing up? Tom, do you, ha- do you have any memories? No, I do. Uh, I mean, Rangers is, is I, I think, as I said there, one of those football clubs that are genuinely known all over the world. You could speak to any kid who has an affection for football. I, I honestly think in all four corners of the globe and they'll all, they'll all recognise uh, Rangers Football Club. I mean, the, the obvious ones for me, I, I don't know if this is the most glamorous answer, but would be Colin Hendry. Uh, I always remember Colin <laughs> Hendry as a, as a stalwart of the Rangers defence. And uh, I mean, I, I, I was a midfielder myself. And uh, I mean, kind of neither creative enough to make it at the top level or, or defensive enough to make it at the top level, um, which I guess is why I'm now here, but certainly <laughs> molded myself on a, on kind of those Barry Ferguson type type player making <laughs> clearly nowhere near that standard. But yeah, <laughs> Colin Hendry was always I don't know if it was the hair or what it was, but it, that, that always uh, stuck in my head as probably the biggest memory of Rangers. And then obviously Gazza will, will, will be the one that, as, as an Englishman, thought Gazza was, well, not thought, he was one of the, the, the best players of his generation from any country. Uh, so yeah, Gazza playing for Rangers was a big big moment. The Boers moment that you'll just always remember. Um, so yeah, just just so many memories that, that for me, um, I'm like I say, born and bred on Merseyside, I'm, I'm a Tramia Rovers supporter myself. Um, but, I kind of have always had, uh, I guess, an affection and an affiliation to the to the football club, and it's it's quite interesting because as as we've started Castor and we've grown the business, and now we're looking at these partnerships, it's a funny balance because clearly there's a there's a strong commercial consideration. These are these are very significant investments that are made in these partnerships, and it's and it's absolutely right and important that those deals are structured structured properly um and there needs to be an element of i guess you you're you're detached from an from an emotional perspective you're not doing this because you like rangers football club equally it is also completely true to say that these partnerships are not like other business deals because there is so much emotion and passion that that, uh, that that's attached to the football club and actually when I think about why we're so excited about this partnership the the level of not only the size of the fan base which we all know about but the loyalty within the fan base I think you'd struggle to find any football club anywhere in the world where the fans have been on the journey that, that Rangers Football Club have in, in, in recent history so the loyalty is phenomenal and then just the sheer passion is 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 unlike anything I think and the last kind of 48 hours have, have shown up from, to, to me in a very real way the sheer passion of this fan base is, is just phenomenal and I think we are well aware and we were well aware as soon as the conversation started with Rangers that expectations are going to be incredibly high um, actually we have incredibly high expectations of ourselves so for me that is is a challenge that we're relishing and, and we just cannot wait to get started Obviously given Rangers recent uh, retail history We've come out from a bit of a, a nightmare, really. We've just exited that period, as yeah. you're well aware. You've just touched on it a wee bit. The demand from supporters, because we haven't been allowed to buy kit, training kit, etc., for so long, is going to be huge. You must be confident in your own brand that you can satisfy that demand globally. Uh, absolutely. It's it's something that, as I said, Scott, for us, this has been a 12-month project when we've been preparing for this. Um, because the the deal moved very quickly, and, and again, Castor is a challenger brand. We, we we have the ability, I think, to be far more agile and flexible than than some of our larger competitors. But but this decision for us as a business was made twelve months ago, 
as soon as that decision was made, we knew that, as I said, we wanted to partner with a, a marquee, globally recognised football club, and with that would come huge demand. So within our business over the last 12 months, we've been putting in place the, the infrastructure required to service a club of the size and stature as Rangers. So working with a, a broader range of factories, working with a broader range of fabric suppliers, bringing expertise and personnel into our business uh, that has the ability to deliver a partnership like this because football is very different from, from what we've done historically, even working with someone like Andy Murray. It, it is very different. You're, you're, you're working to a different scale. It's a very different product. So we've been preparing for this for 12 months and, and we're ready. So um, we, we are well aware, as, as you alluded to there, there's, that there's been some recent history that's, that's very well documented. This hopefully is a new opportunity for the football club, a new era for the football club. And for me, as the, I guess, the founder of, of Castor, the co-founder of Castor, it is just a huge privilege and honour to have the opportunity to work with this football club going into that new era and, and hopefully being part of the, the next journey of success and bringing trophies back to Ibrox, which is obviously what we all want. What sets Castor aside from the other sportswear manufacturers available out there? The very, the very simple answer to that is product. So when we started the business four years ago, um, it was driven by a very clear belief by my brother and I that the big brands had all morphed into essentially creating very, very similar products. So Nike would put a tick on it and call it Dry Fit. Adidas would put their logo on it and call it Climacool. But in essence, they're all using essentially exactly the same fabrics and in many cases manufacturing in, in exactly the same factories. So the level of innovation, creativity, technical advancement within the clothing segment of the sportswear market, trainers is very different, but clothing had been limited. And in my opinion, the big guys have gotten very lazy and comfortable because they've been so dominant for so long. So for our view, in our view, we 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 wanted to, I guess, do two things. One, create a British brand that competed on that global stage. We're a proudly British brand. We're, we're a, brand, a brand that's very proud of our Liverpool-based roots. And given everything that, 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 that Britain has done in the history of sport, not least creating the sport of football, um, for me, there's no reason whatsoever why there shouldn't be a, a British brand that competes on the global stage within the sportswear market. But in terms of actually achieving that practically, it first and foremost comes through creating higher quality products. So for us, we do almost all of our fabric supplying in Europe, uh, mostly from Italy. And then we do all, almost all of our manufacturing in Europe, mostly in Portugal. So they that allows us to, to create, to my mind, an undisputably superior product to those big guys. Thereafter, how you differentiate comes through the decisions that you make within the business who you partner with, partnerships such as this. And, and, and I think so far as a business, we've made good decisions and we're, we're very much looking forward to making those partnerships a success now and, and helping us take, take ourselves as a brand to the next level. Given the fact you founded the company four years ago, you will now have Rangers fans wearing Castor sportswear around the globe. That must be a really, really proud moment for yourself and your brother. It, it, incredibly proud. I mean... When you start a business, you I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise for anyone to hear that an immense amount of commitment, hard work, dedication, sacrifice 
goes into to just getting the thing off the ground, never mind becoming a success. And, uh, and that was no different for, for Phil and I when we started Castor. As you kind of get through that initial period and, and as we started having some success, we, we now sell it over 60 countries, 6-0 around the world. And you say, okay, how do we really go and kick on and, and genuinely go and challenge these big guys? And for us, the answer to that was incredibly simple. And it was having world-class athletes and world-class teams wearing wearing our product, um, wearing Castor products on a global stage so clearly Andy Murray was a was a very nice way for us to start that journey and and this partnership is we could not be more excited more proud to to, to take that next stage that next step as a brand um so yeah absolutely to see Rangers fans in Australia in North America in Scandinavia or of course in Glasgow wearing wearing product with our logo on it is going to be phenomenally um it'll be a phenomenal moment for Phil and I and for the whole Castor business equally watching uh, Rangers players step out at Ibrox for the first old firm or the first big European night is, is going to be a special moment for us. When can, as fans, can we expect to see the new kits? Uh, soon so the work is is well underway um, I mean clearly there's there's an awful lot going in going on in the world outside of football that, that may yeah. not just know at the moment that may result in, in next season starting we don't know when um, but for us we, we are working towards the on the premise that next season will start as planned um, and we've we're the, the, the kit work is well underway in preparation for that so we'll, we'll, we'll be making a further announcement in the coming weeks but it will be very soon when can we expect to see the mega store open for business with Castor Brandon? Again, very soon. Um, when, when you asked the question earlier, Scott, about kind of the, the initial conversations, and when, when I first had the opportunity to come up to to Ibrox before lockdown and and meet the wider commercial team, some of the the management team, and 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 come and experience the Ibrox Ibrox atmosphere for myself. I, I think as well as the the trophy room and, and being stood in that trophy room was was a very special experience. It was looking at that mega store and if I'm being completely honest, it was quite sad to, to look at look at that store and, and what it is at the moment. Uh, for me, it offers a, a huge opportunity, I think it's fair to say, but probably more importantly, it's only right that this football club has uh, an Ibrox store that the fans can be proud of. If I look at any of the leading European football clubs, um, they all have stadium stores that are befitting of their stature Rangers is an, an is an anomaly in that sense. We all know the reasons as to why that's been the case, but for us, it is it is very very high on the priority list. We, we've committed to making a a two hundred and fifty thousand pound investment. That that's a significant financial investment to refurbish the store. That's a that's a. a, a that's an investment we're very happy indeed to make because, as I said, this is not just a commercial decision. It's in many ways an emotional one. This, it's only right that the football club and the fans have that mega store at the stadium that they can be proud of. So we're, again, like with the kits, work is already well underway for that um, and we'll be accelerating in the coming weeks. So we, we don't know where the world will be in, in kind of the next four, six, eight weeks' time given coronavirus, but the expectation is that we want to get that out opened as close to the start of the season as possible Obviously next year Rangers celebrate their 150th year as a football club what are your plans as Castor to celebrate that and also will the Rangers fans be consulted on any of that? They, they, so again 
absolutely uh, in terms of the fans being involved in that process I think as as we had our conversations with James Fishgrove and the wider team and, and clearly talked about the anniversary next season it is a it's a seminal moment in the history of the football club it, it's right that I think we we come and celebrate it. We embrace it. We do things that that um, that will be that are going to be remembered for a very long time. I know the club have got some some incredibly exciting plans of their own that we're looking forward to contributing to. But certainly from a, a product perspective, we we're going to be releasing um, some some bespoke products specifically for the for the anniversary. Some limited edition collections just for the anniversary that we're very excited about. And absolutely, uh, we want the fans, and there will be the fans will be involved in, in that in that decision making process that design process that they're not kind of um, empty words for me that sound nice that you kind of say at the start of a partnership that's something that we're going to be initiating in the coming weeks the, the work um, for those collections is going to start fairly soon so probably after uh, at the end of the summer and, and we, we're going to be setting up forums and the mechanism for the fans to be directly involved in that because this is not my anniversary. This is the the football club's anniversary, and I'm I'm going to be someone that's participating in making that a success. But it's the anniversary for the fans first and foremost, so it's only right that they're involved in that process. Well, Castor will be looking to get involved in the training centre at all, given the fact that it was previously known as the Hummel Training Centre. It's a very good question. It's not a conversation that we've that we've had as a, as part of the initial plans. I think with with the stadium store, with launching with launching the new kit for next season, with um, with relaunching the the retail website and really investing in that e commerce capability, which which as I said is is part of Castor's expertise as a business. They're probably priorities number one in terms of what we look to do at the training centre. Will it be part of the agenda going forward? I suspect it will, um, but maybe not, not right from the outset. Tom, thank you very much for your time, and we wish yourself and Phil all the very the most success in working alongside Rangers. I always say we've now got British, British premium sportswear for Scotland's Premier Club. Thanks Mate. very much. No, thank you very much, Scott. Really appreciate the opportunity and very excited to get started. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Right, Baz, what was your thoughts on that? Well, listen, listen to uh, Tom, there was, the, do you know the first thing I noticed about him? Or the first thing that I picked up on? The, the, the similarities between Tom, his product, and Rangers. And, and what I mean by that is the passion, drive, ambition. Yep. And, I think, and I think that's very similar between Tom, his product, Castor, and Rangers. And I think that's what we need. I mean, if you look at, like we talked about, if you look at some of the bigger products, Nike, Adidas, you're not going to get that. They're, they're just going to be looking at numbers. Yep. And if they're, if they're sponsoring umpteen teams around the world, you're not going to get that. This is a, a company that's coming in and we're the sole football product. And listen to him, he, he didn't come across as a salesman. He didn't come across as somebody that's trying to sell as a product. Aye. He came across as if he's passionate about his product. He's passionate about where he wants to go as a company and he's also passionate about the product that we, he wants to supply us and I think right. that was very pleasing and it, it, it restored a wee bit a wee bit more faith in our kit supplier than maybe previously like Hummel I have absolutely no idea who works at Hummel or, no, you exactly. know, seen, a, seen, seen a single interview with anybody that's worked for with any kit supplier right. and this this guy's come on to your podcast and he's been very open he answered your questions and it was good to see the ambition and the passion in his voice. And he believes in his product. And right. the exciting thing is, if it's 
I believe it was like for the next five seasons. That means that Rangers, the next time we lift the league trophy, will be in a Castor strip. And that's, that's pretty exciting to think that, that this kit supplier is going to be the supplier of the, the kits that the team will be wearing when we start lifting trophies. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And also the, the chat about the revamp of the, you know, the mega store at Ibrox. Aye, yep. And he hit, he hit the nail on the head when he said it was sad, the, the, the sorry state that it's in. And he's, he's 100% correct in that. But at least he can see what it can be. And, you know, at least the club can see that as well. And the fact that they're ready to put quarter of a million pounds worth of investment and to revamp the place also means that they're behind the product just as much as Castora as, as well. So it's, it's, it's pretty it's, positive. It's a significant investment. You know what I mean? That and that our megastore, it's a significant investment. And Tom said so himself. And going back to the Adidas and, and Nike comments that you made there, you're right, because Tom said he sell in the factories where they make them. They're working side by side and all they're doing is putting a different logo on each on each jersey. One's Nike, one's Adidas. There's no, there's no bespoke, you know, driven towards one club. I mean, we've had it ourselves with Puma. No disrespect to anybody else, but we're Rangers, do you know what I mean? We should be a leading light and a, and a brand like that. And I get that there's bigger clubs out there in, in terms of nowadays money and, and the leagues that they play in, but that's just it. They're a bigger club, don't they, the league that they play in? And no disrespect to Man City, they are the club that... Are, I select to pick for that because Man City are nowhere near Rangers in stature do you know what I mean but because of the money yes and they play in the Premier League they can attract the highest commercial deals attract the best players in the world but really they, sh- they shouldn't live with us you know in, in terms of stature I totally agree I, I mean like you say like these, these strips are all coming off an assembly line by the thousands Aye. hundreds of thousands of strips all coming off and like you say they're putting a different badge on or a different, a different label, or a different tag, and it's all the same material, it's all the same stuff. And it's probably all just cheap shit, and then they're, then they're throwing a price tag on a 70, 80 pounds, and people will buy it. Whereas this, like you say, it's going to be bespoke to us. The mate- if, see if the strips are as half as good as the hoodies, then we're, <laughs> we're, in, for a, we're in for a treat. I mean, no, I mean if, they're, if they're half as good, we're in for a treat. They'll be a lot better than the, the stuff we've had previous years. And like I say, it, they're packed up. Listen to Tom, it shows that he's very passionate about his product. He's ambitious about his product, where he wants to go. And the other, the other similarity between Rangers and Castoria is, is they're, no, they're no happy being second place. Aye. You know, they want to be at the top. Yep. And, and that's pleasing to see, it's pleasing to hear. Obviously, I can ask him on his memories of Rangers because I, I, I like to get, I think that resonates with fans more when when you can, it certainly does with myself, when you can hear somebody talk about what their memories are of Rangers growing up, etc. And he mentioned, fun enough, I wasn't expecting him to mention Colin Hendry, mind you, he mentioned Colin Hendry. <laughs> <laughs> Treble winner, I suppose, mind you, and a good player for Rangers at the time. But when you consider we've had, and he did mention Gascoigne and, you know, Loudrop and players like that that we've had, it was nice to see Tom actually recognise that in the 90s, we were the biggest, you know, that we sold most kits in Britain, etc. I definitely, I think it would be hard to ignore it. Certainly, even someone that lived in Liverpool growing up, in the, in the 90s when Rangers were such a dominant team, we had some amazing players, and it would be kind of hard to ignore, even if you weren't a Rangers fan. Was it, was it, was it Tram, Tramier Rovers? Tram, Tramier Rovers, he supports high. Was his team, but if you look at the, like, like uh, Gaza, an, an, an English icon, a footballing legend, it's kind of hard to ignore a team that's got such players as that. So no matter where you, you were in the UK around about that time, they would obviously, Rangers would have obviously been in a limelight and it'd be kind of hard to ignore. 
the sort of Aye. players and the level they had at that time, you know. Aye. I did say to him, and, and asked his thoughts on, obviously, the, the fact that his brand, despite it only being four years old, they will now have Ranger supporters wearing their, but even if it's just like yourself wearing the, the Castor hoodie, no necessarily a Rangers thing, but they will have Castor sportswear now worn around the world and, and it's masses due to, due to the Rangers support. Tom seemed a wee bit, I think, like, I don't know, he's seen the smile on his face, etc. He seemed a wee bit kind of excited at that prospect that it will be shown around the world. You know what I mean? It will be. And, and when we step out in European competition, the interest around your club is frightening. They will have such a platform to, to, for advertising now. I mean, was it, was, is it Tom and Phil? Tom and Phil, aye. I mean, you, you wonder what, what, what they're thinking. I mean, they started this four years ago. And you just wonder, like, two guys having a conversation. Why don't we start our own clothing brand or clothing label? Where can this go? Aye. And there, I, no way could they have been thinking four years ago, in four years' time, we will have our brand, you know, the players running out in the middle of middle Ibrox and the European Knights, old firm fixtures. Aye. There's absolutely no way they could have, you know, envisioned that. Aye. I've foreseen that. And it must be mind-boggling to them. You know, they're doing a fantastic job. And the sky's the limit. And, you know, they're very well driven. But there's absolutely no way four years ago they could have imagined. In four years' time, they'd be cutting a deal with Rangers. They'd have done a deal with Andy Murray. So, you know, <laughs> oh, if, the next four, if the next four years is anything like the previous four, then, you know, the sky's the limit for them. 100%. And ultimately, they'll want us to get back into the Champions League. So their, their stuff is shown on, the, on the, the, the grandest stage, I suppose. So I think it's only positive for Rangers. And it's it's why I touched upon the Megastore Forum, because technically they are a digital company. That's their first big retail kind of outlet, you know, as, as a as a brand. So that they're going to put everything into that Megastore to make it succeed. That was exactly the, the feeling I got listening to Tom, was that they're going to put everything into it. Because this is our first out into the football world. And if they want to compete with the big boys, as they put it, then... This needs to succeed for them. And right. and if they've got the drive and ambition, like Tom sounds they have, uh, you know, I think they're going to do really great things, not just for Rangers, but with a brand and, you know, and as sport, a sporting brand as a whole, I think they're going to do really well. But right now, their main focus in the footballing world is Rangers, and they're going to put everything into it. And I'm pretty sure Rangers will do the same. Uh, so I, I just think it's a really exciting time for Rangers, a really exciting time for, for retail, and an exciting time for Castor. I think everybody's got the same vision and where they want to go and what their goal wants to be. And also, he touched upon the fact that they are in talks with what was it, five other clubs um, across Europe that, that they want to then are hopefully going to be producing kits for through time. So technically, as you, as you've said, Rangers is their advert themselves. You know, to show that they can... Because I wanted to quiz them on the... And it's not to be kind of... I don't know, suppose, big heated on it and the, and the fact that we're Rangers, but we do have a worldwide fan base and that demand has to be met. It's, it's just simple. It's a necessity. It has to be met. If there's any sort of, you know, delays, etc., and things, and obviously in the times we're in now, these sort of things happen, but we Hummel... It was a shambles, really, from start to finish. When, when, when you were ordering kits or ordering products, etc., Castor, being the digital brand, I think, are a wee bit more experienced in that side and are confident. And he certainly come across as very, very confident that they have high expectations of themselves, probably higher expectations than what Rangers would put on Castor. Agreed. And I think that's what you need. But 
like you say, you take a, comp a company like Hummel, uh, they might have other things happening. Or like you say, it's all just coming off a big assembly line. They're not Aye. really caring. It's getting fired out here and there. Yep. Whereas this is this is purely Rangers, and it means they can put all their focus into that. But like you say, you know, I, there's there's going to be a massive expectations for Rangers fans, and I think they've got the expectations, high expectations of themselves. And listening listening to Tom, it kind of backed up. I, I, it made me feel a wee bit of belief in the guy, yes. you know, in the, the company as a whole. And it's good that he's taking the time to come on your podcast and, and answer these questions because people will have doubts about a new company. Aye. Certainly one that, that, that they're not really familiar with. Or certainly a company that's not really had a, an outing in football before. I know they did stuff with tennis and other sports, but this is their first outing in, into football. So folk will have their doubts. And that's fine. I mean, if you look at the previous kit suppliers and there's been issues, then people will have doubts and that, that's that's perfectly perfectly normal. But the fact that he's taking the time to answer these questions, and like I say, he never came across as a salesman or somebody just trying to, you know, come out with a pitch in a dragon's den or some shit like that. Aye, he aye. sounded extremely passionate and he answered the questions and he knows what he's speaking about. And I've got every faith that they'll be, they'll be able to deliver on everything they've mentioned that they're going to deliver on. Aye. I also wanted to ask him a question on the training centre because... It was known as the Hummel Training Centre. Obviously, that deal will run out and it's, it'll go back to being the Rangers Training Centre or Rockin' Howie. That's the problem. There's about 10 different names for that place. I think we need to get it nailed down. That's the name of it and that's it, you know? Yeah. So, I did I did quiz him on that and he said yeah, that, obviously, it's a conversation that they would probably have in the future. And that's, I suppose, something that I took a wee bit of comfort for as well, that they were basically, yes, they've got this deal. Yep, they're, they're planning for the immediate future, but also in long term, they know where they want to go within the club as well. And I think you'll see just certain wee things at Castle have a huge, huge hand in to try and, prog try and progress their, their company, their brand and their club at the same time. Yep. Mate, I'm really sorry, right? I, was, <laughs> I don't know if you could hear it. The dog was barking in the background. Mate, that means it's the same. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right, that's right. I'm sorry, Scott. Can you ask that? Can you say that wee bit again, mate? I'm, Aye, no, that's I'm fine. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, just, I wasn't sure if you could hear it, and I was like, shit, this is going to be sort of a question. Sorry <laughs> no, about that, that's mate. That's fine. Um, I'd about how I'd asked him about the training ground. And obviously, it was being the Hummel Training Centre before, and the Auchenhowie, and the different names that that training centre has. I asked if he had plans to have that, that castor in the name somewhere. And I was kind of impressed with how he was. He said they weren't in the initial talks, but there is kind of plans put in place maybe for future that that could possibly be something to look into. And it's kind of, it's comforting to know that, that they're no resting on their laurels, that they've got Rangers as a club and producing for them. They're also trying to take their brand further again and us further in the process and think within Rangers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I noticed that you're right. You're right. What you're saying in terms of you know the 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 Hummel training centre that's known as the moment you're right that's going to change, but I, I was quite impressed with his answer as well. Basically saying that this is no new plans at the moment. It's no something that I've discussed primarily. Their main Aye. focus is obvious. Their main focus is obviously supplying the kits and you know the the primary primary objectives. Maybe that's something we can discuss in the line. And I was quite impressed with his answer in terms of that. It just goes to show how focused they are, rather than just. Oh, aye, let's get our name splashed across the the training centre. It, it, it kind of affirmed and backed up that you know what their main objective is and what they're focusing on, which I think was quite pleasing to hear. And let's face it, they're no daft either because you've got Stephen Gerrard standing at a training ground that's going to be decked out in castor gear, and the global brand that follows or comes with a figure like Stephen Gerrard. 
given the fact that he's a fellow Liverpoolian, <laughs> they're no daft. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's a massive. It must be massive for them. Like two two lads coming for Liverpool. Obviously, Stephen Gerrard's a, a, an icon in football. You know, one of the greatest midfielders of his generation coming for Liverpool, and you get these two guys coming for a similar background in the same city. And you know, like you say, four years later, they're going to have Stephen Gerrard standing wearing wearing their gear. It must be a a massive, massive thing for them. But like you say, this is the opportunity to basically get their get their product out to the world. Right. And you know, it's 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 amazing. I think it's massive for them. I think they're just as excited about it, if no more than, than any Rangers fan or what the club would be. Because it's just as big for them as, as it is for us. And both are just taking the, the risk on each other. Aye, 100%. But, but, like I, but like I said, with the ambition and the drive, I think the sky's the limit and I think good things are going to happen with this deal. Yep. Anything else you want to add on the, on the Castor interview, Baz? Because I think we've kind of covered it extensively. Um, it, I, on my part, it was a pleasure to talk to Tom. I appreciate the chance to talk to Tom and I was very, very impressed by, by what we got back. I would agree with what you said. I, think, I mean, I think we covered the, the interview pretty well, but it was good to hear his opinion. Some of the questions you asked were very good questions, very relevant questions and he answered them pretty spot on. And like I say, I know I've said this already, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit, but the thing I picked up was his, his ambition and his yep. passion in yep. his product. And, I, and that was really good to hear. Aye, Very important. important. Aye. 100%. Because it's something that you want associated with your club because that ultimately that's what we want our club to be like as well, you know. So, 100% agree. We've just about kind of go through what's known as now as your debut, Baz. Um, so, how, how, how's it been? <laughs> It's been great, mate. Uh, do you know the weird thing is I'm sitting here with a cup of tea. Usually I'm sitting with <laughs> a, a bottle of Budweiser, so I'm, uh, you know, it's a, a, a lot more organised and I just want to take this opportunity, Scott, to say thanks very much for inviting me on today. It was a pleasure. Certainly, uh, you know, considering the subject of the podcast about the the, the deal, the custodial, it's massive news. And uh, thanks very much for allowing me to be part of your podcast and that. No, listen, it's a pleasure, guys, and it'll be a regular thing going forward anyway. We've both kind of spoke about that, so we're going to have a kind of wee feature, the Bears Corner, where we talk about, obviously, the issue. It's hard to know because there's no... Well, I say there's no much going on. Look at Scottish football now. Do you know what I mean? You've got, you've got one side celebrating chocolate medals, do you know what I mean? And you've got the other side who are saying it's no relevant, it's disastrous years and all that stuff. So there is plenty to talk about, but mostly, obviously, it'll be to talk about the football. Hopefully, when it... Hopefully, that's soon. It returns soon. Definitely, and I'll, I'll treat this uh, podcast as an interview, and we'll see if I get invited back <laughs> on for your, for your next one, so we'll see how the interview went if I'm back on the next one. You've passed, mate, flying colours, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Thanks, Baz. Thanks very much, mate. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.